Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I want to look ahead for a second to the next game uh, against Nashville. So that's coming up on Thursday. No. Yes. Yes. Thursday. Sorry. For a second, I forgot what day of the week it is. Um, it's Valentine's well, it's not Valentine's Day anymore, actually, because um, it's past midnight. But um, so looking ahead to that. And Scott, looking- did you get, Scott, did you get my chocolates I sent you, by the way? <laughs> yes, no? thanks. You got I, it, didn't. No I didn't. I <laughs> didn't. Oh, they're coming. They're on their way. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, so that's, they're going to be in Nashville on Thursday. And so DeBrusque is expected to be back. No sick made the trip. Scott, is he... What are the expectations for him? No, he's still got probably another two weeks. And he might have even had a a setback. Montgomery, uh, I think this was uh, sometime last week. So I don't know if there's been an update since. But said that he he got back on the ice and it didn't really go as well as they were hoping. So they were, like, holding him off again. So I would anticipate, like, end of February at the earliest for Nosek and might even linger into March. Yeah. So he, I'm guessing he made the trip mostly because it was the siblings trip. So it was kind yeah. of a special thing for everyone. Um, it was kind of funny. They talked to Marshawn's brother who uh, decided to make a joke and say that one, one thing you don't know about Marshawn is that he's into poetry uh, and he loves Shakespeare. <laughs> um, but no, uh, it was a special trip for them. Kind of weird. It fell on Valentine's day, but yeah, all the, all the siblings made, made the trip. Uh, it was funny seeing, Bergeron's brother looks like what Bergeron would look like if he hadn't broken his nose like 15 times. <laughs> yeah, I also noticed that AJ Greer's brother um, has kind of been a star of this trip because he looks like uh, like 80% of guys around Boston. Uh, he <laughs> seems to fit in. He showed up to the to the plane. He was like brown bagging it. I don't know. I don't know if that was his luggage or what. Like. <laughs> Yeah, it was funny seeing this the siblings. Um, uh, but they if if you haven't seen it, like Bruins Instagram has a bunch of pictures of the guys. Um I don't know if you guys talked about Carlos horrible mullet. That's a thing now. Um <laughs> but but yeah, I was I was looking I think, through all I the things. Uh, I think he ended up cutting that. I think I think that may have been a few days ago that they took uh, that. As of these pictures, that mullet still existed. <laughs> Not as dramatic. But I mean, I he's, he's been playing well recently, so I, I would keep it. But yeah, I thought it was really right. cool. I thought it was really cool of the Bruins to, um, you know, usually it's the mom's trip or the dad's trip. I thought that was that was an, a unique twist on it. Um, yeah, Bridget, to your point, like, like you see him quickly in the in the in the suite, and you're like, oh, that's Bridget. Oh, it's not that's not Bridgeron. It, it looks similar enough, but it's you know obviously as most siblings do, right? Shocker, Brian. But um, me and my yeah. brother don't look anything alike. No. No. Well, it's 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 not, it's not always a given, but yeah, I thought it was a uh, I thought it was pretty pretty cool to see that that they did that for the, for the and you know obviously like you have a lot you have a lot of a lot of siblings traveling from from Europe, right? So that's that's you know pretty cool for them. Yeah, and another interesting angle there is a uh, McAvoy's sister who works for the Rangers, so got some time off and you know now is 
on a trip with the Bruins or in a Bruins jersey. So like she was saying, uh, yeah, like I I know I'm gonna hear it from everyone I work with when I get back to the Rangers. Oh, by the way, off off topic, but kind of on topic. I I heard I heard McAvoy. He did an interview on a on a podcast. Um, I think for one of it may have been some some of his college friends or something like that. I don't really know, but it was back um, around the Winter Classic or just after it. Um, did you know that Charlie McAvoy is engaged to Mike Sullivan's daughter, the Penguins coach? I so I actually didn't know they were engaged. I think I heard that like that they were dating. I think I that sounds familiar. So at the Winter Classic, she was there cheering on her uh, her fiance and her dad going against each other. I just that that that's what a small world, right? That's that's crazy. Um. Anyway, that, that BU connections. Cool. Yeah, gets you get degrees and you get uh, you get wedding rings too. I guess there. So good for them. Where's Scott's? Scott's yeah, not not me. I missed the <laughs> I missed the wedding ring part. But uh, you got you got the diploma. That's all that matters. Yeah. This um, is this this Valentine's Day. Uh. You know, we we're all very single, so we don't we don't have to deal with anything on Valentine's Day. So the um. The trade rumors, Scott, are still are still going around there. What's what's the latest in the uh, in the NHL trades? Yeah, the it seems like rumor. there's like a new one every day. So you know, we had touched on on the Chickren stuff on the last podcast, so we won't go too deep into that one, other than just to note that obviously nothing has happened yet. Um, Bruins continue to be linked there, but does sound like the Kings are the favorites. So we'll see if something ends up happening with the Kings or if it falls through and someone else swoops in, it also sounds like the Coyotes once again might just keep them because again, they don't have to trade him now. Like he does have two years left after this. So, um, you know, they still have more windows to potentially move them. Uh, they were linked to Luke Shen again, that came up. Um, that they're one of the favorites there. I think that was David Pagnotta of the fourth period who reported that they're one of the favorites along with Calgary. Um, he also reported the asking price for Shen as a third round pick plus to which I would say, you know, depends on what that plus is. If it's like a mid to lower tier prospect, I'd be fine with it. You know, I, I think that's a little steep um, for a guy who's probably going to be a seventh defenseman if everyone's healthy but not, you know, still digestible. Like, I still think that'd be fine. Uh, then they got Andy Strickland, um, who's tied into the Blues. He's their ringside reporter, hosts the Cam and Strick podcast. He said the Bruins are very interested in Ivan Barbashev, um, who'd be a player that Montgomery is familiar with, uh, coached him for two years in St. Louis. Um so, yeah, I think those have been the big ones. Uh, you know, St. Louis is interesting because there's a few forwards there if you're looking for help. You know, it, all reports are Ryan Ryan O'Reilly is available. That one's a little tougher given his cap hit. Um, and then there's also old friend Nolachari there. So a few different options, but, uh, you know, by name, they've been linked to Barbashev. Which, uh, you know, and I mentioned this online, but like Bruins fans know Barbashev from the uh, the cup finals where I think at the time he was part of their fourth line, maybe yeah. and him and him and Sunquist. And, um, you know, I, I mainly remember him from he actually kind of clipped uh, Johansson with a kind of like a headshot, if, if I remember correctly. Um, but 
as as the following year. I mean, he was an effective player. He got in on the four check, and that, that was an effective line for St. Louis. And then um, the succeeding years, he kind of – I think he may have cracked 20 goals one, at, at one point. Um, he kind of got that – finishing touch which i you know i don't think he had necessarily all that much in the 19 finals but um depending on the price for him i think he i think he would be you know a good fit um i'm not going to pretend to say like i watch a ton of them on both sides of the puck but um you know if he if he does have some less than stellar defensive metrics he wouldn't be the first player to come to boston with that and then turn it around in this system so a lot of times that's based on where you are not what you're capable of um, and then, yeah, I mean, like Ryan O'Reilly or Jonathan T. Like, there's 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 options. I don't know how it's all gonna work out on the back end. I'm 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 done guessing. I'm I'm just counting the days until until the deadline's over, so I can see what's what and who who has who and and size up all the team all the playoff teams. Um, so how how how, how long do we have until the deadline? What's today the fifth? Just over two weeks. It's yeah. March third, so it's just barely over uh, two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then so another name that we had mentioned on the last podcast, Vladislav Gavrikov in in Columbus. Uh, there's a report on Tuesday that uh, teams have sticker shock was the quote over the asking price for him, which is apparently a first round pick, a third round pick, and a fourth round pick. To which I would say, "Ha, nice try!" Like that that is insane. Vladislav Gavrikov is a nice player. I think he would play for the Bruins. Like he, he wouldn't be a seventh D. I think he would probably play on the third pairing. Um, but no way in hell I'm giving that up. Like he's not enough of an upgrade over what you already have that you're giving up three picks. I, I, I wouldn't give up a first for him. Period. Regardless of the other picks, he's not Lindholm. Like <laughs> no. it's not the same thing. Like yeah, that's ridiculous. And, and he's a rental. Like- and he's a rental who apparently doesn't want to discuss an extension. So, yeah, no, no thanks on that for pretty much every team, not just the Bruins. That's not really that makes your negotiate your negotiations like even less strong if you're trying to get that first round pick. Like that, that takes away from what you can ask. And the, the asking price, if that's true, is too high in the first place. It it reminds me of something like the dumbest person in my fantasy football league would suggest like i'll trade you um for two of your best players i'll trade you you know my kicker and <laughs> yeah so that that's what that reminds me of a good try but um no it's an easy decline so watching the game tonight against against dallas dallas kind of reminded me a little bit um of their size and just just their intensity um and also not having, I mean, Jason Robertson, yes, but like not having a ton of star power, no pun intended. They kind of reminded me a, lot, a little bit of the way Carolina plays. And so watching the Bruins tonight, it was very much like a playoff t- type game. Watching the Bruins play a team like that, did it, did it, was it easier to kind of see what, what the Bruins might need if you're Don Sweeney in a game like that, as opposed to like if they were playing like, say, Columbus or something like on a Tuesday at the garden. Um, yes, but you know, I feel like the, the thing that you would take away from this game and be like, Oh, here's what they need is, you know, would be another top six forward, right? Because they have to move guys in and out and they're double shifting pasta knock. And it's like, okay, well that's Jake DeBrusque and he's returning 
in two days. So it's a little like you still are going to need some evaluation time with your full lineup. And obviously the Bruins had that before. And when they had their full lineup before they were winning pretty much every game. So, um, you know, to me, like, I don't think any glaring weaknesses were, were exposed, but just to, you know, kind of what we've been saying all along is like, at the very least you need depth, like just more bodies, more guys who are capable of playing because, I do also think like the stretch now where, you know, we we all like the fourth line tonight, but where you have a game like last game where those guys get benched and you're not really comfortable relying on them and Smith's ice time has been all over the place. Like, I think it maybe highlights that, you know, another another forward who can play regularly and fill in, um, you know, seems like, something that could be that could be useful especially if it's someone who can play the way that they want to play in the bottom six but also provide some punch which is where i think a guy like barbashev comes in you know his defense isn't quite what i would want in that role he does bring some physicality and obviously there there is some talent there for a guy who is having a down year this year but did have 60 points last season so I think we're rounding third. I think I think Bridget has a, a sizable lead off third. Um, we're in the we're in the stretch here. So, Bridget, I'm going to throw it to you. Is there anything else you wanted to cover before before we sign out? No. Oh, beautiful. She just she just got tossed out <laughs> leading off third, so she's out. Oh, All right. No. <laughs> no, I made it home. I slid back, home. <laughs> See you guys back, later. <laughs> back to the dugout for some big league chill for you. <laughs> Um, Scott, how about yourself? Oh, I love big league chew. I haven't had that in forever. Oh, it's the best grape, right? Gotta go grape. Yeah. No, no grape. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Power. bed tonight with dreams of big league chew. <laughs> all right. Well then if you guys are all set. What an exciting Valentine's Day, Scott. <laughs> if you guys are all set, then I think we're good to sign off. I'm so good. um the next so yeah, so I just want to double check here. So the Bruins so 40 wins, eight losses, five overtime losses. Next game is uh, Thursday in Nashville, and we'll be covering that game as well. Um, Which, by the way, that's the real reason that this is the siblings trip, is that they're going to Nashville. Nashville, well, I mean, Nashville and Dallas, are, uh, those are two pretty good cities to be on, though. That's pretty fun. But yeah, yeah Nashville for sure is, 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 is better than Dallas. All right. Thank you all for listening, and we will talk to you later this week.